The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Bick Truss, nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. All right, buddy, we got three weeks left. We should be excited at least about seeing maybe Kadarius Tony on Sunday. Then I just saw your tweet come out that you still got the oblique issue. I mean, dude, can this season... I'm sorry, but can this season just end fast enough? I mean... <laughs> what are weeks we, away. I, oh, my God. You know, and... Three more that, weeks. You know, we got the Eagles coming up, and it's going to be... Now it's going to be a big game for them. Um, we <laughs> said before, yeah. you know, there's always some edge to the rivalry, but I mean, after they beat something... The, the Washington football team with, you know, basically you or me starting a quarterback... Um, I, and you know, you pointed out it's what Wilson Gilbert and, and probably Jake Fromm in three weeks. Like, wow. How do you guys handle that? Those three, uh, but they have something to play for, you know, they're, they're, they're in on the outside looking in, but they're close to being in playoff contention. And I, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can bring to the table, buddy, but this is where we are three weeks left, pal. Hey, Jerry, how about that for a little motivational, a uh, little motivation. How about that? How about judge using that? For yeah. a little bit, for like a rah-rah motivational speech where, hey, guys, listen, you know, um, these guys folded the tent last year. Yes, quit. We didn't go to the playoffs. Um, but you know what? Here we are a year later, and we could put a serious damp, a serious wrench into their playoff hopes. Yeah. Uh, if we go in there and knock them out. Yep. I, I don't know about you, Jerry, and I'm sure Judge is doing it. I hope he's doing it. I, I didn't even bother asking him because, you know, Judge gives you that CIA answer every time you ask him something. So, um, But if I was Joe Judge, that would be my rally speech all week. They did this last year. We could return the favor this year. Yeah. And I know we have, we're down to Fromm and all that. Fromm's playing, Jerry. Right? You know, I asked Joe yesterday about it. You know, well, I love your tweet. Love the tweet. Which one, dude? From From spoke to us today. Hint, hint. Oh yeah, one, one, you know. Look, I asked From. I uh, From. I asked the judge, and you know, he gave uh, the answer. You know, we'll see the end of the week. You know, judge, he thinks he's getting a competitive advantage. The Eagles could care less. They'll, they'll, they'll prepare for both of them. Um, but the Eagles know it's going to be From too. Everybody knows it's going to be From. As soon as From came to the podium and met with us yesterday, we knew it was going to be From. They don't yeah. do that unless he's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a very good chance he's playing. So we all know that, right? I mean, I, I think there would probably be a upheaval. Uh, uh, what's the word to describe it? If Judge went with Glenn in his week, I think it'd I be think a revolt. The I, I revolt think it, yeah. would be incredible, right? Uh, yeah. So we all know it's going to be from. Glennon hasn't earned the right to get another start. A lot of people feel, feel he didn't earn the right to get one start, but there was really nobody else, right? Yeah. Um, so now here you are. The kid showed something the last series. Uh, he, he'll get his shot. He'll get in there, and we'll see if he could do some things. And maybe the Giants could get some turnovers and all that stuff against these guys. And maybe, you know, maybe he could stop the run, which is going to be asking a lot from the Eagles, who are like 
seems like they're getting 200 a game. Um, so, but Jerry, man, that's what I would, that's what I would be rallying around. That's what I would be telling the troops all week. Hey, it's payback time, brother. Yeah. I mean, a couple things. One, if I'm John Mara, I'm like, hey, Joe, please start from so I don't get 10,000 letters this week. Like, I, I don't need it. I don't need my mail filled up with letters from angry fans. But on the other side of that, like you said, um, you know, you're playing a team that packed it in last year. I know Doug Peterson's not there, but they they quit. Okay, the the, the decision was made to quit on the season, let Washington win the division rather uh, than the Giants. Doug Peterson quit. Yes, right. Doug Peterson yeah. quit. Yes. If you remember right, his players weren't too happy with his move. Remember? Right, right. Fletcher Cox and those guys were outspoken, but Doug Peterson quit. Yep. Um, and, you know, there were a couple of questions already. You know, do you, do you, what do you root for here? And, and, and guys, look, I, I don't judge anyone who, who wants them to lose out so they stay at those five and six or, or around there, those picks. I get it. Mm-hmm. But this week, Eagles. I don't care if we win and it drops us to 10. I just, I, I want to beat Philly. Let's yep. feel good about something. Let's get a win. You know, enough of, enough, enough of playing for the draft. Look, a couple years ago, everybody killed us because we, we beat Washington and they took Chase Young and we took Andrew Thomas. Well, like, sorry, but how's that working out now? Okay. Andrew Thomas is a hell of a left tackle. It, th- these things tend to work themselves out. So let's just go in. Let's try to get a win and, uh, and we'll go from there, dude. That's all. Yeah, it's like one of those weeks, Jerry, where like if you kind of like, right, I wouldn't mind them losing the last two games to right. Chicago and Washington. But, you know, as a Giant fan, and, and if you, you know, do you really, I, I get it with the draft choices, uh, draft selections and all that, but right. do you really want to lose to these guys who, well, let's face it, the organization, Peterson represented the organization sure. last year. So they folded in the second right. half last year mm-hmm. when they put Sutfeld in. So I think. It should be like, you know what? Yeah, we'll drop down to seven, eight, whatever it might be, Jerry, like you just said. But let's do some damage to their playoff hopes. Right. Right? Right. Let's let's give them that eighth loss. Let's see if we could go in there and get and get them that eighth loss. And I think they have Dallas left, uh, you know, whatever. Um, where we could, you know, maybe knock them out. Right. I know they won't be officially knocked out if they lose this week, but It'll, it'll hurt it badly. It'll it would hurt dampen badly. their hopes, right? So I think right. that's the rallying cry. I think that's what hopefully judges, you know, rallying around this week with this with these guys. Hey, let's 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 go in there and basically maybe you know, I shouldn't say, but maybe knock them out a real or really give them a severe blow right. to their playoff chances. Right, because right now they have or the remaining. I should say they have us, Washington. Than Dallas, and yeah, I, I would just yeah, 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 I would love to go up to Eagle fans when they talk all their crap this summer when you see them all, and they talk about how bad the Giants are, and it's like, yeah, you know what? As bad as we are, we beat you twice, and that's the that's the end all. That's what I just want to I want to have something as a fan over some team somewhere, and it'd be great to have it over the Eagles because it's local and Big Blue VCR keeps putting out all these videos and talking about, you know, how how in certain games and certain situations things happen that are unexplainable, but. Man, I'd love to have some type of bragging rights after this right. disaster of a season, dude. Right. And you, you could say, you know, when you're on the Wildwood Beach this July, you could say, yeah, we beat you twice and we beat you with Jake Fromm. <laughs> right. 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 And we knocked you out, basically. You know? Yeah. And so we didn't, like you said, we didn't it's a to knock you out. We actually played to, to knock you out. Yeah. Right. So it's a little bragging rights. That's that's what we're down to here. Um, yeah. And, and so now it's going to be quite a challenge, as we know. The Eagles are. 
you know, they're really running the ball well. And, and look, Jerry, what can you expect from Jake Fromm? Um, not much. You know, uh, you hope he maybe moves the ball a little bit better than Glennon. You hope he doesn't make stupid decisions, throwing a, you know, rolling to his left, winging it up in the end zone. <laughs> right. Um, and you, look, I, I, so I talked, I, you know, I talked to Jake yesterday, and, you know, he said he's in command of the playbook now. Yeah. Um, and he feels pretty good about what he could do. And, you know what, Jerry, let's, uh, you know, let's let's get that 150-yard game out of Saquon. Yeah. You know, you know, let's get that big one. Let, let, how about that combo of Saquon and Booker, you know? Right. How about getting that? How about, you know, uh, and, and how do you stop this Eagle run game? I mean, it's a three-headed weapon, you know, uh, with Sanders, Jordan Howard, and, of course, Jalen Hurts, you know. Right. Um, they both got, like, 700-plus yards rushing. Hurts yeah, and, 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 and the, with the third stringer, Boston Scott, he, he kills us. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're going to have a little package from Boston Scott just because yeah. they're playing the Giants, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. So, although he had the big fumble last time yeah. against the Giants, so you kind of hope that trend continues. You know, yeah. that, negative, that bad luck trend for him continues against the Giants. But, you know, so you look at it and you go, okay, well, we're going to play Jalen Smith a lot. And you got Raglan, McKinney, and Crowder. And, and I'm telling you now, Jerry, you know, all you're going to see, I've been watching Eagles – film for a while yep it's amazing dude but all you're gonna see is inside zone outside zone yeah stretch zone that's all they do and they've been killing teams with it bro to their credit and it look their offensive line uh <coughs> dave their offensive line <laughs> is really good i think jason kelsey just made a pro bowl again he's like 150 night. years old he just he won't go away but he's, he's playing so well good. He's so playing good. well you know, Jordan, you know, a guy they took Jordan Milana, seventh round, whatever it was, he's playing really well. Hmm. So you can find linemen in the seventh round. Lane, yeah, yeah. It's allowed, Jerry. Whatever. It's allowed in this league. Uh, Lane Johnson is mm. playing, you know. So they got a good offensive line. They have a good rushing attack. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, Jerry, was horrific against the Giants. When Horrible. He right. And I'm watching the game Monday night. Uh, when do they play Washington? Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Yeah, I know they were crying like babies about the game not being forfeited and pushed back. And mm-hmm. and I was looking at Jalen Hurts. I was like, whoa, man. That wasn't the Jalen that played against us, man. No, it wasn't. He was pretty accurate. He was really doing a lot of good things, you know. Um, so it's going to be quite a, quite a, a feat, Jerry. We know that, right? We know that. But this is why you play it and we say it all the time. And how much of a feel-good story would this be, not just for the Giants, not for the fans, the rub it in the Eagles fans a little bit, right? Yeah. But how about you know who really needs a real a feel good story right now, Jerry? Not Dave Gettleman because he's gone. Yeah, I, know, I know where you're going with this. How about Joe Judge, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about the Doylestown, Pennsylvania native? You know, I mean, he Lans- needs Lansdale Catholic, baby. Yep. Jerry, he needs yeah a real feel good story right now, dude, because everybody is down on him too, man. If you and if you think about it, if if they pull it off Sunday, say, that's three or four, and really four or four, where they should have beaten this team. So, you know, it, it kind of brings you back to the days of Fossil, where, yeah, Fossil aggravated you, did some, you know, dumb things, didn't really concentrate much on defense. But, man, he had the Eagles number. You had that every year, right? You had almost two, mark it down two wins. I think they won nine in a row under Fossil. Uh, it'd be nice to just have that, you know, and and – and like you said, a story for Judge and the letters into this. We print Sunday every letter 
uh, into the giant inside of this week from everybody was just get rid of Gettleman, get rid of Judge, start over. It's, I said it's 90% now. I, I, it may be higher. It's, he needs this. Joe Judge needs something like this this Sunday, you know, so. Yeah, because, you know, if you go into Chicago next week and beat them, people aren't going to be looking at it like that. No, right. Uh, the Washington game at home, please. And you know what you're going to say if they beat Chicago, right? What was that? Oh, of course. Her draft status, <laughs> even uh, though we have Chicago's, that's going to be a no-win situation, dude. That's going to be a no-win situation. <laughs> right. Tie. The, la- the last game of the year, Washington <laughs> yeah. might be out of it. Yeah. Uh, there'll be like 30,000 fans in the stadium. Nobody's yeah. going to care. No one. This is the game that I think Joe Judge would really like to have as far as a little bit of a feel-good story with him because – and that's, this is not the uh, acquit everything yeah. that we've pointed out that he's done wrong this year, yeah, right? right? Right, But it's just a, like, you know, a, a little bit of a boost <laughs> to him. Sure. You know, uh, if you go in and upset these guys who are battling for a playoff spot, you know, um, that would be a pretty – a nice little shot in the arm for – Judge and speaking of shot in the arm, Joe. You know, um, I uh, Kenny Galladay yesterday. Mm. Um, I asked Kenny about that. You know, I said, "Did Fromm give you guys a shot in the arm?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Gave the off." I asked if he gave the offense a shot in the arm, and he's like, "Well, he did a lot of good things, and we liked, you know, this and that. He, he was, he, we, you know, he, he had command of the offense and whatever, you know." But I could, I could just tell when I asked him. The Galladay, the way he looked at me when I asked were you, him. Were you the one he was smirking at? Uh, he was kind of smirking when he answered. He was looking to his right. He might have, uh, might have been. No, I think that was, no. No, okay, I know okay. the question, no. Okay. Okay, got No, it, it was uh, another question. Um, I, I could just tell me he looked like he, he, when he answered me, he's like, yeah. He did. You know, yeah, you could yeah. tell like, well, he probably what he wanted to say. You know, um, Jerry, what was the old comics years ago? They used to put it in a magazine, uh, in a book, and he used to have the little bubbles, and he used to say what I said and then what I really want to say. Do you remember who that was? Well, anyway, was it Peanuts? Uh, I don't know, but was it was... It, I'm going to guess something, and you're going to laugh at me if it's wrong. Was it Family was it, Circus? Possible. Okay. That's possible. Okay. I used to be like, what I say and what I really mean to say. So... I had that moment yesterday with Galladay, where Galladay gave the standard answer. You know, he gave, you know, he had a command in the offense. This we like what he did, and then what he really wanted to say, the little bubbles next to yeah. his head, yeah. was yeah, the effing guy actually threw the ball where I needed, where I could have caught. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I couldn't get yeah, who's I couldn't get that old damn year, and this kid comes in one drive, and I finally get an effing quarterback to throw me the effing ball where where effing needs to be. What well, his first throw to him? The little balls. Yeah, right. That's what he really wanted to tell me. Yeah, I'm pretty so, sure it was. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, so <laughs> I could tell. Look, he gave the offense a little, you know. But now, you know, it's a whole different story now. Team game planning. They, they look at what you do on, you know, college film and all that stuff. Yeah. They look what you did last week. They look mm-hmm. at the Giants offense. They're going to do different things to try to confuse from, I'm sure. It's a different story when you start and all that and the teams are preparing for you a little bit. So, but – Hey, Jerry, let's see, brother. You know, if this guy can move the ball a little bit, it's it can't be worse than Glennon. That's the bottom line. It cannot. Chris, before we go on, guys, I want to tell you about the Knuckleheads podcast. It brings on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. The hosts are former NBA players Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. They are in their seventh season of doing this podcast, and guests this season include Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, and DeMar DeRozan. 
That's veterans Richardson and Miles, who are lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. Listen in as they invite special guests, high-profile athletes, musicians, and entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. Named for the on-court celebration they made wildly popular, this unfiltered, hilarious, and surprising podcast is like playing NBA 2K with no fouls. That's the Knuckleheads podcast, guys. To your point, one of the things that um, I saw a stat this week, and it was like, wait, what? What, the, the Eagles have 175 yards on the ground eight games in a row or something for the first yeah, time? They since just like tied the 85 Bears. 85 Bears. Like, yeah. Okay, their defense eight, is not man. the 85 Bears, guys. That's the key. But, I mean, to go that far back um, to where you're running the ball in this passing league, as everyone says, the Eagles are running the ball, and, and they're finally doing it this year where they probably could have been doing it earlier in the year, but you know, Nick Sariani kept getting away from it. But, yeah, dude, Jake Fromm, you know, it, it would just be so nice to see him just function, right? Like, all I want from Jake Fromm at the end of this year, you know what I want? I want one thing. I want to be able to go into next year saying we have our backup quarterback. I don't know about the starter. It's going to be Jones, but we have a backup who can come in and spell and to spell the starter because we haven't – I mean, we had it with Colt McCoy a little last year, and, and trust me, dude, I would die to have Colt McCoy over Glennon, but it would just be nice to say, you know what? We have this guy, Jake Fromm, doesn't have the strongest arm, doesn't have the, the best ability, but he's smart, he's a gamer, and he can lead the team down the field, and he can spell the starter when that starter goes out. And if with Daniel Jones, unfortunately, it seems to go out a lot. So that's all I want, dude. That's what I want by the end of the year. Yeah, um, this will be a three-game audition for him. Yep. For next year. Am I, am I a buffoon? you think there's a shot at that or no? Oh, Jerry, get back to me in three weeks. Yeah, I mean, he can't be, he's not worse than Glennon. We'll talk in three weeks. We'll talk after the Eagle game. You right. Know? We'll see where right. he's at. You know? yeah. um, and speaking of Daniel Jones, obviously we didn't get into it yet, but the big news this week, yeah, uh, Jones goes on injury reserve for the rest of the year. Um, he spoke to us yesterday. So it's a disappointing year for Daniel. Mm. The team has won four games. Uh, he didn't play as well as he wanted to. Yep. He felt he did improve in some areas. Other areas needs improvement. And, you know, the neck is an issue. He's got some swelling going on back there. Yep. Um, so the doctors and Ronnie Bonds f- feel that let's shut him down um, because it's not the swelling is not going down like we had hoped, and they're gonna and they shut him down for the rest of the year. So now, right now, no surgery. They don't do they they do not believe he will ever need surgery. It's just a matter of healing, um, and he should be ready for off-season programs, training camp, and all that. So that's where we are with Daniel. Now, that being said, you know, there's going to be changes in a couple of weeks. And whoever comes in here as a general manager, you know, that's going to have to be decided. Now, A, as we all know, judge-wise, and does he want Daniel Jones as his quarterback? Or does Daniel have one more year left in him? Or do they, do they get like a little bridge quarterback? These are things that, you know, these are, these are questions that are going to be answered with the new general manager, Jerry, you know? Um, As a fan, do you have an opinion on this? Because I'll give you mine. My opinion is do not pick up his fifth-year option. Right. Um, Now, I I don't feel getting a Teddy Bridgewater-type guy, I would bring Daniel back because who else is there out there? The only guy I'm I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of one. 
one second, Jerry. You know, yeah. you can't have the thinking like, oh, let's get a one-year bridge guy, and then we'll get Bryce Young. You don't, you don't know where you're going to finish. That's true. That's fair. 2023. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? You don't yep. even know if Bryce Young's going to come out. Here's a question. How about this? Here's a question for you. Say, oh, actually, he is coming out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Say the Giants load up on the O-line. They do everything right this offseason because Dave the Buffoon has been launched back to Cape Cod. I believe that was a direct quote from you somewhere along the lines this season in one of your articles. <laughs> but Dave the Buffoon has been launched to Cape Cod on a rocket ship. And they do everything right. They draft. They, they secure the O-line for the first time since 2008. Would you feel better with someone like, with Daniel Jones or someone like Marcus Mariota? Oh, Daniel Jones. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, yeah, I would feel. Because that's a name that's been floated around. People have said, I, oh, I don't think it's a please. bad idea. Yeah, please okay. stop. That All right. Mariota. <laughs> All Look, right. a, there might be a few. Uh, here's another name floated around. Oh, how about Nick Foles? You see, folks, no, have you no, seen no. the way Nick Foles has looked no, Nick Foles since he's tough. left Doug Peterson Nick in Foles Philadelphia? only works in Philly, guys. <laughs> Look, the thing is that what's the idea? The idea is if people are thinking along those lines of, well, let's get a bridge guy like Teddy Bridgewater did with Denver. Well, what's Denver going to do next year? They're seven and seven. They're going to be drafting high. Is there a quarterback there? Maybe they like. I don't know. Are they going to trade for Rodgers? Are they going to trade for Russell Wilson? I don't know. Yeah. Personally, Rodgers ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Mr. Drama, I'm sure, is going back to Green Bay. They're already <laughs> starting to heal that relationship. Okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson? Well, are they gonna, you know, are they gonna try to they're gonna give up the bank for Russell Wilson? Yeah. The point being is that here's a team. Okay, you got your bridge guy, Bridgewater, right? He came in one year. They're obviously down on Drew Locke. He's not the future, right? Yeah. So, okay, so where are they at next year? Right. Any of these kids that come out, they're gonna like him, or are you just gonna draft for because we have to? You know what I mean? Yep. But but you know, you know, John Elway hasn't had a good record of drafting quarterbacks since he's been running the Broncos. Okay. Right. Matter of fact, he's right. been horrible. Right. The only one he got was Peyton, and that was we all know Peyton. And that was a pretty yeah. easy one, John. Right. I mean, it was yeah. just a matter of if his heel was going to be healthy enough. Uh, <laughs> right. Excuse me, his neck was going to be healthy neck, enough. Right. You know. Yeah. So, um, you know, <laughs> that was a pretty easy one. Yeah. Other than that, John Elway has not been good drafting quarterbacks. So you look at the bridge and you say, "All right, well, let's just get a bridge in here, guys, for the Giants." And then the twenty twenty three, Bryce Young is there, and whoever else, guys, nobody knows how twenty twenty three is going to play out. Right. Right, Jerry? I mean, yeah, what, if, right. what, what if a bridge guy comes in here and wins eight games? Yeah. Now you're way out of that Bryce Young thing. You don't even know if Bryce Young's going to come out. He's that cheesy junior. Yep. He's most definitely, most likely going to come out. But, hey, you never know if he has a mediocre year next year. Nick And Nick tells him, listen, you stay another year, brother. You didn't have a good year this year. You don't know. Well, the point being is you don't know what the hell's going to happen. So it's a tough one. So the point, Jerry, is that where they are now in the draft, and if there was a couple of studs coming out, yeah, okay, I get it. We're going to move on from Daniel because, you know, he's Daniel and we got this, you know, Jerry Foley's a five-star stud coming out. We can't pass it him. You get it? Laser rocket arm. You get what I'm saying, Jerry? You know, and this is we're why. Not, we're not there right now. And, and this is why, Chris, you can't take a quarterback when you need one. You, you have, like, I think about 2004, the Giants were coming off a 4-12 and season, but to me, Kerry Collins wasn't the problem with the Giants. It was, man, there was a lot of problems, but I was like, no, nah, I could still win with Kerry Collins. I still liked him. But of course, he loved Eli Manning, and that was it. And he was, you know, he would have taken, he, he said he would have taken Roethlisberger, but he loved Eli Manning. Yeah. He was taking a quarterback no matter what. 
but I didn't feel like they needed one. Like it was just that of course he loved Manning. And that's why you can't take one when you need one. And I wrote an article this week about the 2018 and 19 draft and why they took Barkley and what happened when they forced the Jones pick because Herbert stayed in school. But I feel the same way. Like whether, whether Gettleman loved Jones or not, it felt a little forced. We can't, we can't say it didn't when both of us up until the draft were saying, don't take Jones at six. It's way too high. You want to take him at 17, go ahead. So this is why you can't do that, dude. This is why you have to take a quarterback when you, you know, when you, when you see one you love, you go after them. But when you need one, sometimes it's already too late. So I, I, I agree with you. I think they are going to stick with Jones another year. I mean, that is unless the GM just says, hell no. But this well, is where we are. Here's the thing, Jerry. Yeah. Whoever comes in this building and say they fall in love with a Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Say they fall in love with him. Yeah. Say the new guy comes and says, well, guess what? You have two high picks, Jerry. What yeah. if one of those kids is on a, they really like, and he's on the board. Yeah. And you, so this is, there's a thousand different scenarios here, man. Uh, you yeah. know, a new guy comes in here and says, and he looks at, I say argument's sake, can he pick it? The kid has an unbelievable combine pro day and all that stuff. And say he wants it. You got two number one picks. Is it off the board to say that? Okay, well, guess what? They're going to move on from Daniel. It's not. No. Right? Right. It's not. Why? Because this isn't Dave Gettleman's. Dave's not going to be here for this draft. Right. Jones was Dave's guy. So it's a no-brainer. Daniel will be back. Now, uh, Jerry Foley is the new guy. And he says, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we're looking at quarterbacks, and we I really love him. My scouts and... We really love this Jerry Foley guy. And guess what, fellas? We got two. We could draft an offensive lineman and this Jerry Foley guy because I want to move on from Dave. You know, yeah. this is the wild card, Jerry. The wild card is that Dave's not going to be here anymore. Right, right. Yeah. And, so and to if, speculate and sit here now on December 23rd. It's so hard. And say, well, they're not going to go quarterback. They're not going to. You don't know because the unknown hasn't arrived yet you're not even going to know in january maybe even february unless you start hearing whispers right you're not going to know no, i mean anything. that's where you go on right that's where you start right. hearing whispers around right. before the draft right oh whoa i heard, I heard this i heard yeah. this you know but i mean like it, to discuss it now you know assuming they keep jones then you, you know you're saying names like thibodeau and neil and hutchinson and linderbaum but you don't know because you, you, they may be going quarterback you have no idea what the new guy is going to do so oh he might just Go one of those two picks, right? Uh, yeah. You don't know. The yeah. un the unknown has not arrived yet. Yeah. Yep. That's the wild card. You know? And, and please, <laughs> with the, you know, here we go. Pretty soon the season is going to be over, and then it's expert time of the year. Everybody's a college expert. Yeah. Everybody's doing, everybody knows how the draft's going to go down, although everybody's wrong. Oh, everybody, you know, everybody knows who's going to get drafted where, what quarterback stinks, who, who isn't good enough for this position. Dude, it's all about who's picking. Yeah, that's right. I mean, between the combine, draft days, uh, excuse me, pro days and the draft, you don't know what's going to happen, bro. Yeah, and there's so much changes in the at the combine when they see these guys throwing in shorts. And you're like, a guy like Zach Wilson, I think we talked about it on the phone the other day offline. Zach Wilson, up oh, all, all of a sudden, rise up to number two. Trey Lance, yeah, he was mentioned, rises up to number three. Mac Jones somehow stays at 15. So, but he was also talked about three overall too. But Mac Jones, dude, I don't care what anybody says, Chris. I didn't hear Mac Jones' name at all during the college football season last year as far as 
a top 15 pick. It was more, you know, second, third round kind of guy, right? So this changes drastically between the end of the season and then, like you said, you know, the combine happens. There's, there's going to be bowl games, see how they perform on the big stage. And then the draft, everything changes. You're right. Jerry, Mac Jones last year went from like, they, they were projecting mid-second, late right. second, maybe third. Yep. Then it went up to, all right, maybe early second. Right. Right? Yep. Then it went to, we could see this could be the late first. Right. Right? Right. And it wound up number 15 with Bill. And the rumor before that was he's going three overall to 49ers. That was the rumor. It was like, no, no, no. They love him. They're, they're, this is the guy. Well, to credit to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they, they, will, they had a lot of people – Right. You know, guessing. Right, right. Who would they take, you know? Right. And it's pretty funny because I remember Charlie Weiss numerous times saying they should take Mac Jones over Trey, over Trey Lance. Yeah. So you have this guy's opinion, that guy's opinion. You know, yep. you know the offseason is what I call like silly world. You know, everybody's this, everybody's this expert, everybody's this expert. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody's right. You're very rarely. You know, people are wrong all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, sure. but the point being is that, you know, the unknown's not here yet, so there's going to be a lot of unknown <laughs> uncertainty, you know, until uh, – obviously, we wouldn't be having this conversation if Dave was staying. You know, yeah. Daniel, we know for sure, would be the quarterback. So, no matter – I know Judge wants to move forward with Daniel, but Jerry, yeah. he's going to have a new boss soon. It might not – you know, it might not matter what Judge says. So I was just thinking about this. If Daniel Jones – if they move on from Daniel Jones – Dave Gettleman basically did nothing right over four years. I mean, he, okay, uh, McKinney, Ojolari, fine. But, I mean, big picture-wise, he wanted to leave this team. He was supposed to fix the – his two, two jobs were fix the O-line and leave them with a quarterback as he goes back to Cape Cod. And if Daniel Jones – they move on from Daniel Jones, Gettleman gets, like, an F-. minus. Like, you, you did nothing right, dude. You didn't do anything right over these four years. Jerry, in 2019 – when Judge drafted Daniel Jones, do you remember what I or told Gettleman, you? Mean, yeah. What I say? I'm sorry. Um, what get? Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry, yeah. folks. When yeah. Gettleman drafted Daniel Jones, do you remember what I said? Okay, I'll remind you. I was, no I was matter, busy. I was who who Dave, on the bridge. <laughs> no matter what Dave Gettleman does or who Dave Gettleman drafts, yeah. he'll always be tied to Daniel Jones and that draft choice. Yeah. So like you just said, well, he did some good. He did Dave. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It, it looks like he's going to hit on Thomas McKinney. Aziz looks like going to be a really solid player. That That's nice. Yeah. But when he's in Cape Cod this summer, Jerry, yeah. his legacy as a general manager of the New York Giants is going to be – now, I'm just saying if Daniel doesn't work out, they sure. move on. I agree. Mm-hmm. He's going to be tied hand-in-hand, right? Wrist to wrist, handcuff to handcuff. To Daniel Jones. Yep. So if it doesn't work out, if they move on from him, or even if he comes back next year, he's mediocre. They don't give him that. You know, he he's not here after his full. That's what Gettleman's legacy is going to be known here as the general manager of the Giants, bro. Yep. That is a fact. If Daniel Jones was 
pro bowler. Right, Jerry? If yep. he was a pro bowler and he and, and he's the franchise guy for the next 15 years and the rest of his draft picks were mediocre and this and that, he would be like, well, you, well yeah, his drafts were all right, Dave, but man, man, he brought in Daniel Jones. Right, when the, when the rest <laughs> of the world was laughing, he, he grabbed Jones at six. Yes. Get it? Yep. Now, unfortunately, it seems like the rest of the world's laughing, but for the wrong reason. Yep. Right. So, because if I think you, you know, you read Twitter, Jerry, and you and you and you, and you listen to talk radio, and I mean, even the fans, I think most of them they they want to move on from Daniel too. That's the feeling I get, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do absolutely. Oh, wow! So many uncertainties, buddy. So, as far as the Eagle game. Let's get. Let's see if he can pull off an upset. Highly unlikely. The Giants have shown no signs offensively of doing that. Mm. Uh, I, do I feel the defense will probably keep him somewhat in the game, Jerry? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. You know. Yeah. Do I feel Jalen Hurts is going to be a little bit of a okay? I got to redeem myself a little bit because the last time I looked like a tomato against these guys. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm getting that feeling too, Jerry. I think Jalen's going to have a much better game in front of those idiots. That he, you know, fans. Um, uh, he looked really good Tuesday. I like the way Jalen looked Tuesday. I think yeah. he's gonna come out, and he's gonna be a whole new Jalen Hurts against the Giants, bro. Yeah, the only thing that gives me a little hope is Patrick Graham versus Jalen Hurts. Um, but he played so poorly at the Meadowlands, and the way he looked Tuesday, like you said, it was like, oh man, right. this is this is the guy that the Eagles. When what he showed Tuesday was can, they can build around him and and go from there with those three first round picks next year and not worry about having to take a quarterback. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what they do. But and I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's shown those flashes this year. We'll see what the Eagles want to do. I, obviously, he'll be back. I tell you what, I give I give credit to Eagles head coach Nick Sir, Sirianni. Yeah. When Jalen hurts the other night. When he fumbled in plus territory, and he came off the field, and they were losing seven nothing, I think yeah. Landon recovered the fumble. Yeah, um, Sirianni was lacing into him, bro. Yeah, he was lacing into Hurts on the sideline. Yeah, and he played much better after that, man. Yeah. He was a much different. Um, I would like to see Judge do that a little bit more. Well, if Daniel Jones but, fumbled, if Daniel Jones fumbled, Judge would say, "Hey, Cam Brown, come here. How'd you let him fumble like that?" You go after Cam Brown. I mean, I would like to see it now. I'm sure Judge does it behind closed doors, but know. you know, enough with the being a wise. You know, ass. oh, I don't want to show up anybody. You know, yeah. you know what? If somebody really, you know, like how about a guy? How about a Matt Pert with a false start, right, in a key situation as he's walking off the field, right? How about lacing into him a little bit, bro? Sure, yeah. Not, not you know, the next day at the team meetings, right? How about, how about get? Because I tell you what, man. Jalen Hurts, after Sirianni laced into him the other night, he was like a different quarterback after that. Yeah, right. You know, Jerry, these guys need that once in a while. Sure, you know, everybody uh, does. You know, every, stop, every, you know, every line of work you need that once in a while. And I think, from what I understand, I think even Sirianni said, I think somebody asked him about it, you know, hey, coach, look like you got it, you know. Well, you know, we want to, you know, we want to kind of let him know that's not acceptable in the, in the red, I think it was the red zone or outside the red zone, whatever it was. Yeah, it was down it was, the field, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was down the field. It was plus territory for sure, yeah. I know that. Yep. And you kind of want to let him know, you know, like, this can't, you know, this is a big game. We can't have that. You trying to make, you know? Yep. Nothing wrong with that, Jerry. Yeah. No, you're right. You're 100% right, dude. And you want to see that. You'd like to see that more, especially with a team that's really struggling the way they are and where there's some mistakes that are just, 
you know, they're made on the field. I mean, they have enough coaching issues, but you want to see that once in a while. I mean, everybody does it. Everybody did it. You know, the great ones did it. The great ones still do it. But Belichick does it once in a while. You know, it's, it's, it's like I said, in every line of work, you, you need a kick in the butt sometimes. So, you know what? Kadarius Tony looks like he's going to be out with the oblique still. Great. To, unfortunately, you like yeah. to see him back. I, I got to be honest with you. I just put stuff on Twitter a little, a little while ago. You know, people are tweeting about, um, oh, you know what? Just shut him down the rest of the year. You know, uh, why? <laughs> no. If he's healthy, he play- this isn't career threatening. You have, right. You have, all right, so he comes back and he aggravates the oblique. He's out again. It's an oblique injury. It's not career threatening. Right. Why would anybody want to see this kid? He he needs the reps. Right. He's missed a lot of time. Not to mention, we all love watching him play football when right. he's healthy, right? Right. Not to mention, he gives a rookie quarterback, uh, you know, well, basically a rookie quarterback, for, you know, his first NFL start, he might give him a little help, you know? Yeah, yeah so it'd be nice to have him out there. You modify your game plan, you get him some bubbles, you, you, you line him up in the backfield, you know, you know, do little things like that quick. So whatever it might be, the help from... You know, like Golly's going to try to help Slayton. Forget about. It. I think I've given up on him. Well, I, said, I was thinking of Slayton. He's going to look out and see Slayton and Colin Johnson. Like, I mean, oh I my! Hope, I hope John Ross comes back from COVID. I think he should be back. You know, hopefully, you know, maybe he could do something. But why would you want Kadarius Tony out there if he's healthy? Yeah, it's stupid. It's insanity. Like, yeah. what? This kid's this kid needs all the reps he could get. He missed a ton of time. Right. Not to mention we love watching him play football, right? Jerry, when the ball's in his hands. Yeah, when he plays, he's been fun to watch, but they don't so, play that often. I, I, so. I don't quite get that thinking. I, 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 I don't, you know? No. This isn't Daniel Jones with a neck injury saying, okay, put him out there. Where, well, boom, he gets a long hair. Oh, well, God, who knows, you know? Yeah, it right. Could be career to, it's an oblique injury. <laughs> right, right. I used to do that swinging a bat in baseball. It's oblique. <laughs> you do it you swinging back, golf clubs now. You know what? You do it swinging golf clubs now. Yeah, yeah, I actually did that a couple last year. I actually did a little bit. I felt it. Oh my god! But um, <laughs> that's it. You know, it heals. Yeah. You know, get him out there, brother. Yeah, you're right. Get him out there. All right, dude. What else you got for this game? Anything? Nah, listen. It's gonna come down, to Jerry. You know, uh, the rushing attack and yeah. Can we stop this, the run? Uh, can you stop the run? And then can, can we move st- the ball on them? Right. Can you stop these inside zones, outside zones? And then Jalen, if he's gonna start hurting you with his arm. They had no chance, dude. You know, they're not gonna have much because the offense is just what do you expect from the offense? And Eagles defense is playing pretty good too, man. You yeah. know? Yeah. So what do you expect from their uh your offense? Not much, Jerry. They're right. just not gonna get enough points, you know. And and, and the idiots, the, the crowd is gonna be going crazy. They smell blood in the water, they smell playoffs now. Uh and then and then the Giants, you know, the team they love to uh, you know, get extra loud and get them in the Cowboys, obviously, you know, and it's gonna be uh Probably, probably ugly, Jerry. Probably we'll, ugly. We'll get to that in the prediction segment, but I agree, Chris. It probably will be. All right, guys. Thanks for the question so quickly. I'm a buffoon, so I didn't send them out until about a, what, about an hour ago. So we got, a, I mean, we got a lot of responses. So you saved me on this one, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll start off with Hunt for Five. Jerry recently said on the said on the pod that you aren't into college football like the NFL since you don't have a team to root for. Why don't you jump on the Golden Domer train with Chris and I? Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for everything. Hashtag Who was that, Joe Judge. Who was that, Judge? Hunt for five at G-Men Pride oh, 4. Hunt for five. All right. Yeah, go. I mean, listen, um, just it's hard to pick up passion at age 47. But, you know, I don't root against Notre Dame. Um, you know what? We'll, we'll see what happens next year, Hunt. I, I don't want to jump on them now. What are they? They have one loss, right, Notre Dame? They had one loss this year, yes. Yeah, so jumping on them now would be kind of bandwagonish, wouldn't it? So, 
But I'm not root against them. Hunt for yeah, five. Not really, but if you, no. if you look, you sound my like dad, you my have, dad was a Notre Dame fan, so it's not um, like you were a Penn State guy. All of a sudden, oh, let me go to Notre Dame now. You know that, that's, that, that's a no, no. In college football, that's a no, no. You know, yeah, you, you can't just flip teams in college football, bro. Right. <laughs> Because flip schools, you know, you can't flip schools. That's that's sacrilegious, Dan. I like this question because it kind of goes with what you said about not having if, to blow, blow it all up. What's up? Jerry, if you want, I mean, I could come down to your basement one day. I could get a picture of Kyle Hamilton. I burn it in your hand, and uh, you could make it like a Notre Dame guy. Well, here's the thing with Kyle Hamilton now, I have to admit. Been watching a lot of him lately on, uh, you know, clips and stuff. I don't want to speak blasphemy, but I'm not going to be too upset if he's the second pick. In that first round, <laughs> after weeks of getting mad about it, I don't know, man. He looks really good, dude. You, so you kind of want him and, and Zay to, to roam that secondary, huh? <laughs> could, could you imagine if I, if I was given GM and like Hutchinson was there and Hamilton, and we're like, yeah, I'm gonna take Hutchinson and Hamilton. Don't worry, guys. I swear we're going offensive line next round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I promise, guys. Don't punch me. <laughs> uh, here we go. So, good question from Cody Hardy. Because it, it goes along with what you said a few weeks ago, like you don't have to blow it all up. So his question is, how close or far do you think this team is from being competitive every Sunday? And what do you both view as the checklist of must-haves in this offseason to feel it's been a success come week one next year? Mm. So like Judge and Jones aside, say they stay. What else does this team need, Chris, in your eyes to say, you know what, we can be competitive again? Yeah, obviously, you know, you know offensive lineman and an edge guy, which is – Possible with the way they're drafting. Right. You know? Those right. two right there. Those two right there. Offensive linemen, obviously. You need a guard and you need a right tackle. Uh, well, so, I don't, you know, it doesn't yeah. look like Pert's going to be the answer. Right. But how about a, how about a big time guard, you know, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be needed. And I, you know what? And then you play Lemieux and you, you know, and you see if you can win a job and you bring in a veteran and stuff like that. So but how about or a guard? Gonna... And obviously they don't get to the quarterback, Jerry. So, you need an edge guy too, bro. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I would even say like a Linderbaum move Gates to guard if he's healthy and right tackle. So if you, even if they took us, even if they took the best center, the, the Kelsey of this draft, they say, and say he's lucky enough to get Neil from Alabama, uh, that's a success in the first yeah. round. Nothing wrong with moving, nothing wrong with moving Nick over to right guard, bro. Nope. Not at all. Because Hernandez is not going to be here, you know? Right. No, he's not. Launched. Launched, baby. Uh, Jeff Johnson, no question. Just wishing us both Merry Christmas. Thanks very much, bud. Um, our boy Booker has a question for us. I'm trying to find it. Devontae Booker? Uh, Booker Daniels. Close. His question is, Eggnod or Coquito? What's Coquito? Exactly. I had to look it up, too. Oscar Nieves answered him and was like, if you guys don't know what it is, I'll send you some. Coquito is Spanish for, hang on, I looked it up, uh, Little Coconut. It's a coconut drink. Uh, I've oh, never had coconut. it. Never heard it. What's that? I hate coconut with a passion. So really? You're not a coconut guy? I, I, with a, if I even smell it, Jerry, I say, get the hell away from me. Really? That. If I was Tom Hanks on an island and cast away, I'll be done in a week. I'll be dead. Wow. So, like, like no coconut drinks at all? Jerry, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> smell it. I, I hate coconut with that a passion. Is... Awesome to hear. If I was ever so stranded funny. on an island, Jerry, I'm done. I'll be done in a week. Done. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Assad Merchant, would you rather stub your toe or watch this offense try and score a touchdown? Good question. Um, <laughs> I think they're both kind of the same experience. 
exactly. Neil and Linderbaum. Same pain. August 1124 kind of answered that question. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah, somebody asked about Tony um, sitting out the rest of the year. I'm not going to answer that question. Brendan, uh, at threes, threes us trist. I know the fans don't like Lewis Riddick, but what would you think about him as a potential candidate? Do you have any opinion on him, Chris? Uh, Lewis Riddick, he seems to be pretty knowledgeable. He's on top of everything. I mean, yeah, I don't. Think I don't care that he. Like, I don't care that he liked Haskins. Or I wouldn't Lewis hate Jones, it, guys. I did too. So who cares? What, Jerry? Everybody kills Riddick because he liked uh, Haskins you, over you Jones. Go, I, I, I get that. But you could go through every GM yeah, in the league. Right, right. Um, uh, I, look, look uh, if that ever played out, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. Rich Paisano, 21. Hasn't asked a question in a while, so I'm going to ask this one. Chris, what's your gut feeling on what Mara thinks about Judge? Does he see him as the next Belichick or Parcells and therefore would have a hard time moving on from him, even with a new GM? Hashtag, it's <laughs> a great hashtag. Hashtag bathroom confessionals. Nice job, Rich. <laughs> well, I think, you know, we've talked about it enough. Mara, yeah. Mara loves Judge. Yeah. Now, he never went around a building saying, he, you know, he's the next Parcells or Belichick. Right. He never went around saying that. But, right. Um, he, he, look, it's no secret. He, he thinks very highly of Judge. Um, he really likes him, and I'm sure, you know, we've talked about it at nauseum about how, you know, you can't force him, but we'll see what Mario does. Yep. If he forces on somebody, you're going to lose your top candidates, man. You're most likely going to lose the top guys you want. But he really likes him. Yeah, I mean, there's no question he really likes Judge. He thinks he has a really young, bright mind. Bill Ostrander asks an awesome question. You are publishing. You are a publishing house making a book on the Gettleman years. What is the title, and who do you hire to write it, excluding the giant and insider staff? Well, I think that's a pretty easy one. The title will be Titanic. <laughs> who would you hire to write it? Anybody? Bob Glover. Write it. Your boy Glover. Uh, Bobby Glover. Yeah, there you go. I would go to Bobby Glover. Yeah, Bob. Do me a favor. I need another book. Uh, call this the Titanic. The the Dave Gettleman years. <laughs> That's awesome. And so sad. You know what? I might write that book. <laughs> Titanic. The, the Gettleman years. Oh, my God. That's awesome. And sad. Um, let's see. And uh, and that band that's on the deck, you know, that, you know, that keep playing the band, we'll just have a little, like, Led Zeppelin playing cashmere as the boat's going down or something. <laughs> the band on the deck. We'll, we'll modernize it a little bit, you know. Instead of 1912 band playing that music, we'll have... You know, somewhat modernization of Zeppelin and him. Playing Stairway to Heaven or something as the boat goes under, you know. Ten years gone. Boom! Genius! Ten years gone, go. they play. <laughs> nice. we somehow, if we could somehow mix in a four years gone, Jerry, it would be a genius move. You know? <laughs> oh, that's great. Here's a question from Ben Butler. We'll do a couple more. Is Logan Ryan now more of a locker room guy rather than someone who can start? Do you think he's lost it? A bit no, or no? Uh, no. Look, he, he's got 99 tackles and yeah. he's doing some good things. I mean, he's not playing at a Pro Bowl level, but no, he hasn't. I'm not going to say he lost it. He's not just a locker room guy. Yeah. He, you know, he does a lot of good things. He's on the field. You know, he's, is he a Pro Bowl safety? No, but he's, you know, he's had some moments he hasn't played with. He's, he's, he, and he's had good moments. I have no problem with him being back another year, Jerry. Rob Ford, 
Any update on Nick Gates' recovery? Is he hoping to be back for training camp, or is it too mm-hmm. soon to tell? Hashtag UK buffoon crew. Well, Nick said he's on schedule to return at some point in camp. Um, you know, that's where we're all with him. Here's Blake a good Martinez, qu- too, by the way. Yeah, thank God. Oh, did they miss him, dude? Oh, my God. Oh, him. guys. That was a huge, huge Whew. loss. Who's the MVP of this defense? It might be Blake Martinez, dude. It really might be. He was a huge loss. My God, was he ever. Uh, Brian Fitz. Brian Fitzgerald. I almost said Fitzpatrick again. Fitzgerald. I do it all the time. I just see Fitzpatrick. He uh, direct messaged him a, a, a question to us, which is usually a no-no, but he sent it early, and he's, you know. He's Irish, so you, he gets away with it? Is a little bit. Yeah, a little, he's Irish, so, yeah. We're going to eat corned beef and cabbage together, me and Brian. Um, which I, oh, there you go, Chris. I, which I hate. How about so that? So I despise it. My, when my wife makes it for uh, St. Patrick's Day, I have cereal that night. It's the only night of the year I refuse to eat what she makes. Yeah, cereal, whatever. You. Yeah, I hate it. It's disgusting. I don't blame oh, my God. So I'd have to do a coconut. <laughs> well, I like coconut, but corned beef and cabbage is terrible. <laughs> it's right up there with coconut. What? Um, I don't know if you are doing two pods this week, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Pretend you are the new GM. From front office to staff to coaches, who stays and who goes? Right? So, so Chris, if you're GM, forget – don't judge and, 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 and Jones. Leave that alone. And I'm not saying all the players. But on the staff – how about this, Chris? On the staff – are there guys you would keep on this coaching staff? And, and, and is there anyone in the front office that you would keep? Uh, well, I would want a new coordinator. Offensive coordinator? Yeah. Yes. Uh, judge is going to have to make that change on his staff. Yeah. Um, that, that would be, uh, if he wants to keep Freddie as a, you know, back to his consultant and whatever the hell he was, senior offensive analyst, whatever the hell title he had. Right. Um, that would be fine, but you know, I need a coordinator in here. So you know, I wouldn't necessarily fire Freddie, but I would be like, that would be one change I would make. Uh, defensive side of the ball, no, I, I wouldn't really change anything on the defensive side of the ball. I actually like the job Henderson did in, on the back end and Sean Spencer up front. You know, they just need some more talent. You know, as far as getting to the quarterback, and um, I like Graham too. Yeah, I like Graham. But just got to get a coordinator. That, that's something I would insist on, Judge. Like, Joe, you got to make that change. It's going to be a few changes, maybe. But that's going to be one of them, you know. All right, dude. Pers- one, one more question. It's a personal question from Vince, Vince Bucciolato, your boy, your, your relative here. What's on the menu for Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day? Hope you enjoy the holidays, and thanks for getting us through this abysmal season. You can go first, Chris. Want me to go? Yeah, you go. Christmas Eve is at my in-laws. Uh, my mother-in-law is Polish, so it's pierogies. There's all kinds of cheese and even a bacon pierogies, which I go for first. They're my favorite. Oh, he's Chris, Chris putting his head in his hand. He's put Now, my mother-in-law listens to these podcasts, Chris. Chris has his head in his hand because we don't do the seven who, fishes. <laughs> who in their right mind? Does your mother-in-law listen to this? Yes, listens to every episode. Ah, uh, that I can't say nothing. Well, I, no, it's out there now. She's gonna say, "What does he mean? What did he mean by that?" Oh, she. By the way, she loves when you said. She loves when you say, "All right, Jer, here, come on, Jer, let's talk about this." Like she, she gets a kick out of you. I just, uh, I'm not gonna go there, so I'm not gonna disrespect your mother-in-law. <laughs> but let's just say that um, I find it a little different. All right, having pierogies on Christmas Eve. All right, that's uh, Polish or Slovak. I think it's Polish. I believe it's Polish. Yeah. Um, you don't. You don't know where your mother-in-law is. 
No, she's both, but I don't know where it comes. I don't know if it comes from Poland or Czechoslovakia. I think it's that sounds Polish. like a that sounds like a Polish. Polish. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Polish. So why? What do you have, Chris? What, what's what's on the slate? Well, I don't know what we're doing here because uh, this COVID and yeah, right, and um, this all this stuff. So I, I don't know. Christmas Day will be a turkey, you know, that I can tell you. Okay. Christmas Eve, I don't really know this year because I was supposed to be going over to relatives. That's now canceled. Yeah. Uh, because of the COVID situation, not taking yeah. any chances and all that. Yep. But I can tell you this, though. 100%. Not like I'm going to tell you, 100% <laughs> Gettleman's gone. Right. And basically 100% Abrams will not be the GM. Right. I can tell you this. I will not be eating pierogies. They're delicious. You know, it's it's like raviolis, dude. It's almost almost dude, like ravioli. I know what a, I know what a pierogi is, guys. <laughs> and now if you're going to tell me that a pierogi is the same as a ravioli, that just go. That just sums up. That is almost as scary as you texting me the other day and saying, "Forthwith." What is that? I never heard that word. Yeah, Chris used the word. The str- I mean, Jersey. Are you for real with that? You never heard of the word forthwith. I was like, it was like, is he saying Fortnite? What what is this word? Like I I was editing and I looked it up and I was like, forthwith. Is this right? Is because didn't have the line under it either. Like you, you proofread it already. And I was like, wow, I did I didn't even know it was a word. I, I've never used it. But And um, I can tell you this, folks. Jerry read the article, saw the word, and went like this. What is this? Some Brooklyn slang Chris is trying to use here in his article? Something like that. I thought it was the and name of the name of some bar. Said, then he looked it up and said, Oh man, this is really a word. I thought And it then wasn't... he texts me and goes, Wow, I, I never even heard of that. That's great. I'm like, what do you mean you never heard of fourth wit? I mean, that's not even normal. You, I, have you, you did you ever have like uh, when you were young and you you, you, you you had some girl you eyeing up or something, and she was like, Well, if you get over here forthwith. Something like that. That never happened. Never. I mean, it's state first, of Jersey. What's Chris going in school, on in this state? Chris, in high school, no girls were telling me to come over forthwith. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. All right. Well, I'll, I'll use another example. I don't know something, but I found that astounding that you never heard of that word. And if you I doubted was, me. Then you thought I spelled it wrong, and then you looked up. You're like, "Yeah, that, this is great." <laughs> if I were to ever use it in a sentence back in the day, it would be like, you know, this Star Wars figure came out. I have to buy it forthwith. That was the. Well, there was... you go. Uh, well, there's an example, yeah. although that's disturbing. That example. no, it is because that's... that's my life. Right. That was there my you life. go. There's an example. Like, say something came out, yeah. and you were like, "Oh, I got to get like people." Somebody might say, "Oh, I got to buy that forthwith, man. I got to get." I mean, I don't know what that. I was hell. like, "Is he saying four score? What is this word?" It was like a like a wordsmith, dude. You're like a thesaurus, a walking thesaurus. Nice job by like, you, folks. I was just like, "Man, this guy is way the hell. This is really weird." So, so I know to send you. And hey, guy, can I say something too? A pierogi yeah. does not taste like a ravioli. No, they're great. They're freaking great. No, no, I don't mind they're pierogies. So I don't mind pierogies. Yeah. I'm just saying that. I never had one on Christmas I know, but it's Eve. Put together, yeah. And that's not a knock to your mother-in-law. <coughs> God bless you, whatever you want to do. And if you're going to compare that to a, like a pastosa ravioli from back in the day, then you really need to seek counseling, like forthwith. So, so I know to send you coconut-covered pierogies filled with corned beef and cabbage. Jerry, I would have you would have absolutely no chance of me eating one of those. Zero. Awesome. That's so funny. All right. It's pick time. Lost two last week. Down I was going to say, I looked, at, I looked at the games, the, games, uh, the schedule of the games, and mm. I did a little pick. 
I know I had like 13 wins last week, so I said, "Oh, Jerry must be good." I must no, have blasted Jerry again. <laughs> it wasn't that bad because I went, I went with most of you, but then I there were two I differed, and they were early on, and I was like, I even said, "I know I really shouldn't pick Tennessee, but I'm going to do it anyway." And Pittsburgh won, so there was one of them I remembered. So, all right, tonight we finally we we actually pick them before tonight. 49ers tight. That's my problem. All those weeks where I would have had the Thursday night game right, and you would have had them wrong. 49ers at Titans. <laughs> Titans. Uh, excuse me. 49ers. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, what's the point in catching up? It's like 27. Uh, Browns at Packers. Saturday, baby. Packers. Oh, Christmas Day. Packers as well. Colts at Cardinals. Saturday as well. Colts. I don't know. Cardinals bounce back. In spite of Carson Wentz. Colts. Uh, Lions at Falcons. 1 o'clock Sunday. I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the Falcons. Yeah, me too. I thought you were going to jump on the lines there. No, there's no point in catching up now. Rams at Vikings. I'll go first. Rams hurt the Vikings yeah. this week. Yeah, Rams. Uh, Dalvin oh, Cook just went on it. Dalvin Cook just went on it. COVID list. Big one, Giants. Jaguars at Jets. Big game this week, guys. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets. I think the Jets will win that one at home. Yeah, me too. Uh, Bills at Patriots, great game. But can the Bills I'll, come back? Can the Bills get revenge or no? I don't think they will. I, I, I like New England at home. I'm gonna go with the Bills. Ravens at Bengals, still one o'clock. Cincy. Yeah, I like this. Ravens team's weird. Chargers at Texans. Oh my God, Chargers. Chargers, yeah. Buccaneers at Panthers, one o'clock. Tampa. Yes, Tampa. Oh, I thought you were, I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> no wonder why you're down if you're going to go with Carolina. No, no, no. Uh, Bears at Seahawks, 4 o'clock. Seattle. Yep. Bears stay, or Bears probably stay at what? We're, it's really, they're five, we're six right now. Uh, Broncos at Raiders. Raiders. Um, I'm going to go, you know what? I'll go with Denver. I'm go Raiders. Steelers at Chiefs. KC. Chiefs at home. Here you go. Washington at Dallas Sunday night. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas. Home. Yeah. Dallas. And uh, Monday night, Dolphins at Saints. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, wow. Wait a minute now. It's, I'm going to go Dolphins. I think Ian Book is actually playing quarterback for the Saints. I'll go with the Dolphins. Yeah, me too. No, you know what? Listen to me. I'm sorry. I'm still going to go with the Saints. I still think they're going to pull. They're going to pull what they did last week and shut out Miami or only go three points. I'll go with the Saints for like a 10 3 win or something. Ian Book, Notre Dame kid. He'll make one play. What? The one needed play he's going to make. I'll go with the Saints. I'm going Dolphins. All right. One o'clock. I used to say most important game, game of the week, but whatever it is. One o'clock, Sunday, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Giants at Eagles. Chris, who do you have? Yeah. yeah, it's just too important for the Eagles. A little payback time. I like, I like Philly, bro. Yeah, so do I, dude. I know they're gonna sing that that song. song. You'll be hearing that song for three hours, and then you're gonna hear the Rocky theme song in the background on every third down with the bell. Dong! Oh my God, it's so annoying. Maybe cheesesteaks flying all over the crowd. It's gonna sicken me. But for three hours, we have to we have to watch it. I'm gonna go with the Eagles by a lot, twenty. It's gonna get ugly. Um, I I I tend to agree with you. (laughs) I tend. I see like a 24-7 win. I tend to agree with you. Yeah. 
No, wait, that's two touchdowns. 34-13. There you go. 21 points. There's no way the Giants can score two touchdowns. Wow, we've learned so much on this one, dude. We, we, we agree that corned beef and cabbage is terrible. Coke, Chris hates coconut. Well, your Irish friends are going to be killing you. Ah, whatever. I hate it. I hate I, it. You don't have to get an attitude about it. I'm just no, I'm just saying, saying I, I, you know, I, I, Ireland I, can get I'm mad at me. I'm just telling you, Irish guys. Yeah, I like potatoes, uh, but, you know. They're going to be they're gonna be, they're gonna be all over you on this one, bro. What Irish guy doesn't like corned beef and potatoes? This one. Horrible. Cabbage, I mean. Corned beef and cabbage is yeah. it's terrible. And Chris's coconut fetish. That's awesome. Or not anti-fetish. That's not a fetish. I just Anti. hate it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else, buddy? Yeah. I mean, we learned that you have pierogies on Christmas Eve. You might be the only person. I don't. You I don't. and your in-laws might be the only people on the planet. Well, send in those tweets, guys. <laughs> if you have, have them. pierogies on Christmas Eve. Just... And the bacon ones are the best. So there it is. And all i got dude anything else no have a good christmas bro and everybody else enjoy your christmas and enjoy the giant game sunday try (laughs) try to try you try your best yeah guys have a safe and merry christmas all right guys to order a subscription to the giant insider go to www.thegiantinsider.com and for a digital subscription go to magster m-a-g-z-t-e-r all right guys hang in there quick and ugly sunday but sundays are giant days take care everybody merry christmas bye bye everybody